How in the world do you have a conversation with a landlord about Airbnb, especially here in 2022 where things are changing, things are updating, more people know about the Airbnb arbitrage model, more landlords are keen to it. So how do you position this as a potential benefit for them? I'm gonna tell you right now on the Fearless Investor channel. I believe true wealth cannot be measured by your income. It is instead measured by your availability of choices, especially the choice to live life on your terms. I also believe there are many ways to create wealth, but one thing is for certain, you have to have a laser focus on one path. My path, Airbnb, but I also believe in education and expanding your mind. Education helps you take off the blinders of life and see opportunities you never saw before. Join me on this journey of learning how to create wealth in Airbnb, real estate, and so many more investment strategies. Together, we can conquer the world of investing. My name is Kyle Stanley, and this is the Fearless Investor Podcast. If you have not tuned into the Fearless Investor before, I went from zero to 65 properties on Airbnb from 2019 to 2022, just three years. That's over $60,000 of cash flow, and I'm actually in one of my Airbnb properties right now here in Clovis, California. No, it's not an arbitrage, but the arbitrage and co-hosting model has allowed me to be able to create the cash flow to go and buy more properties. We now own a number of properties today because of this business. What I want to talk to you about today is the art of the landlord pitch. Now, I reserve the script and the exact step-by-step-by-step -step -step for my students. It would not be fair for me to share this for free if I'm sharing this with paid students. So if you do at some point want to get the cheat code to success in this business, then all you have to do is go ahead and comment on this channel with 6FF anywhere. If you just comment 6FF on this video, on this channel, anywhere at all. Heck, if you DM me on Instagram at FearlessKyle, 6FF right there. That's all you have to do. And we can get you more details on what our coaching programs look like and uh, love to be able to get you those scripts. So as you know, arbitrage became really popular right around 2016, 2017, when people found out that you don't have to own the house in order to do Airbnb. You didn't have to provide Airbnb with a deed to the house with your name on it. You literally just put up a listing and you can start getting bookings right away. It's the same thing today. So that's the great thing about this business is that I don't have to own the property. If you don't know about that method, then you just need to scour my entire YouTube channel because that's literally all I talk about and start uh, digesting all that information. Information. But the thing going back to 2016, 2017, all the way up to even 2020 is that no one really knew in regards to landlords, no landlord really knew about this arbitrage model. This was new for them. It was interesting. It was, hey, you know, I've got all these 30 tenants lined up that could potentially be squatters that could potentially not pay rent on time. But you, you know, Kyle coming to me, the landlord, you're a business, you know, you, you're going to run this as a business. And I see the benefit of renting out to a business rather than renting out to a tenant because they're going to take care of my place better. They're going to be insured better. They're going to want to do business long-term here. So a relationship needs to be built. So these are all the things, you know, that you probably learned along the way, which is great. Unfortunately, here's the difference in today. Today, here in 2022, in the last really year and a half, arbitrage went from popular to like, holy cow, everyone wants to do it. So what has happened? All of these people that have no freaking clue of how to talk to a landlord have gone in and ruined the name of short-term rentals for you. So if you come in and you start leading with Airbnb or leading with short-term rentals, everyone's gonna say, I've already talked to people who wanna do that. It doesn't seem professional, it doesn't seem legit. I don't wanna deal with it. So you have to have a different approach. You can't come in guns blazing saying, I'm gonna do Airbnb or short-term rentals and here's all the benefits. That does not work anymore. So my number one tip is people do business with people 
not offers. Take the time to sit back and understand a situation from a landlord. Listen, ask good questions, get into the life of that landlord and what their goal is with renting out their property or what their goal is with how much money they want to make and maybe even their situation of all the things that in that past tenant did that they did not like. Some of the most successful students that I have, let me just give you a really good example. One of my best students, one of my most successful students, he's at now 50 contracts in under five months of being in this business. Why? Because he's done a really good job with sales. His name is Holame Kenny Kenny. I did an interview with him. You can go check it out. Video just popped up above in the cards right on this video. Uh, what, what Holame did is he did exactly what I just told you. He took the time to, instead of going to a property or picking up the phone and saying, hey, I saw your property, I wanna do short-term rentals, here's all the benefits. He took the time to say, hey, I saw your property, I have some questions for you. Is that a third bedroom that I see or is that more of a den? Is that a laundry room uh, on-site or is that off-site? Is it outside or is it inside? He asks questions about the property. That kind of eased him into the conversation to eventually allow him to ask like, hey, did you used to live in the property? Or hey, did you uh, have a friend or, or a coworker or an employee living in the property. Tell me about your last tenant. What were some of the things that you had a tough time with with that tenant or what were some of the benefits or the things you really liked about that tenant? He was able to dig in and start identifying what this landlord really liked, what they like about the tenant, what they want in a tenant, what they want in a situation. He was able to ask those questions. Again, I'm not gonna specifically give you the script, but we do have a script that has the exact questions to be able to ask. Then what he did is he said, hey, I wanna come see the property. My intention to do with this property is actually corporate rentals and I wanna tell you a little bit more of what that looks like. Can we go and meet in person? So he developed the relationship first and what do you think the first thing is that someone's gonna do as soon as they get off the phone with someone, especially with a name like that, or maybe he even started on Facebook Marketplace and they're able to see his Facebook profile. They're gonna go and search you. They're gonna Google search you. They're gonna Facebook search you and they're gonna see what is it that this person looks like. And if you have a very presentable family uh, business profile, something that's gonna put you in a good light, your credibility already starts to go up. So start focusing on what do you look like right there on your profile. If you can lead with that, of course they're gonna ask for the benefits then of why would I rent to you in, as opposed to a tenant. I, again, I have the script for that, but that's not the point of this video. You should know that by now. If you don't, you just need to do more research or you need to get into a, a coaching program like ours, but that is something that you should know like the back of your hand. When it comes to insurance, condition, how we're gonna do it, how we're gonna write that contract, the entire thing, you should know that like the back of your hand. But they're not going to do a deal with you because of your offer, they're gonna do a deal with you because of who they want to do business with. Second thing you're gonna wanna do is know your market like the back of your hand. Don't just know your offer like the back of your hand, know your market. So what I've found is that everything and every property in every single market from neighborhood to neighborhood, even from street to street makes a huge difference. So if I'm going into a residential neighborhood that is on Main Street compared to First Street, do I know what the difference is and what my potential earnings are? Do I also know what my market needs? Does it need a hot tub? Does it need the string lights on the outside? Does it need its own laundry in unit? Do What, what do I need in that market? Understanding the numbers, understanding the amenities, understanding all 
all these things. Why do we need to know that? Why, I'm gonna go talk to a landlord about this. Why in the world would a landlord need to know about this? Because the more that you share and the more you educate a landlord, the more they're going to see you as the expert and trust you as the expert. The number one thing that I hear people say, and it, it kind of makes me uh, giggle a little bit because I can tell what's happening here is that they're hiding information. And because they're hiding information, the landlord loses trust and then they get this great idea and they say, hey, this is a good idea. I just don't trust that person. I'm gonna go do this on my own. So I get that question all the time. Hey, how do I share the potential of Airbnb without the landlord going and just doing it themselves. That's happened to me a couple times. Give information away for free. The more you give away for free, that's an abundance mindset, the more that's gonna come back to you. Even if that landlord goes and does it on their own, I can almost guarantee you, as long as you leave that landlord with them seeing, man, this guy or this gal has all the knowledge. They know what they're doing. They understand that I have to have a fire pit in the backyard uh, compared to the next house that doesn't. They know these things. I'm gonna try it on my own, but then when I fall on my face and fail three months later, I'm gonna call them I'm gonna have them come and manage it for me. Number three, I want you to know your numbers of that exact deal as you walk into the property. The more you know your numbers, the more likely you are to close that deal and not have to set up another meeting. If I know that if the rent is at $2,500 and at that $2,500 mark, I can make a gross of $4,500, which means my cash flow is gonna be $2,000. And let's say my goal is 1,500, okay? So I'm netting 2,000 with the rent the current way it stands, but my goal is just $1,500 and I can go into that deal and I know I have some breathing room to maybe offer a little bit more or to be able to say, actually, this is my ceiling. I can't go beyond this. You don't want to do a bad deal, understanding those numbers is going to make you completely equipped going into that meeting with that landlord to know where you need to be in order to sign on the dotted line before you even leave. And a signed contract is the number one thing that you want to get to as quickly as possible. And the last thing I want you to do is do business as if. And what do I mean? I mean, do the deal as if you don't need the deal. So you're walking in there and you're taking control. You're saying to them, yeah, I, this might fit my portfolio, but this needs to be addressed or this needs to be addressed. And you're not begging for that deal. What does that look like? I, again, I continue to point towards a script. We have a script for this, but I'm not gonna go over that right now because again, that's reserved for my paid students. But if you can bring that confidence, think about that for a second. Go back to you know when you were in high school and you're trying to ask that girl out for a date. Were you more likely to get that girl to go out on a date with you? If you said, hey, we're gonna go to a really nice restaurant and then we're gonna you know go have ice cream afterwards and it's gonna be so much fun, what do you say? Or are you gonna say, hey, you know, I've got a free Friday night. I don't know if you're free, but that's the only night that I have free this week and I'd like to take you out. <laughs> Who's gonna get the date? Who's more likely to get the date? If she is just as interested or uninterested in that person, which one is going to likely get and land the date? It's the same kind of mindset that you have going into these deals. Do the deal as if you don't need the deal. As I mentioned, if you want the script, if you want the coaching, if you want the whole A to Z roadmap, just comment on this video, 6FF, or if you wanna follow me on Instagram, at fearlesskyle, you can DM me with 6FF and we can get you all the details. Really looking forward to connecting and I hope this video brought you a ton of value.